welcome to the Pen and Chase podcast. This is your webmaster, your very tired and exhausted webmaster, Guy Bocci with you to talk all about penandchase.com and free baseball simulation leagues. And uh, it is the end of the first week of April. And what a week it's been. For those who don't know why I might be exhausted, uh, well, one reason is I'm the father of a two-month-old. My daughter, Avery, is uh, almost two months old in two days. She will be two months old. She was born on February 9th. Uh, and also, um, my other child, PennantChase.com, uh, had quite the uh, turmoil uh, and craziness this week. And if you're unfamiliar with what happened, uh, let me give you the, the quick rundown. But first, let me put a little bit of a disclaimer out there. This uh, episode, I think, is going to have quite a bit of uh, technical deep diving and jargon, and um, and we'll throw in a little fatherhood in there. So if any of those topics interest you, uh, you'll be interested in this podcast. And uh, if not, well, I don't know, give it a listen for a while. See, see if it intrigues you. So what happened on the this website this week? For those who don't have any idea what I'm talking about, uh, you're lucky. You missed the chaos. That's great. Um, for those who do know what I'm talking about, um, you're, you're probably um, empathizing, sympathizing a little bit with me. I think most of you were um, pretty sympathetic uh, this week in um, encouraging me to get through it and and try to try to help everyone out. So what happened? So uh, on Tuesday earlier this week, um, the website went down for probably a, a couple of hours. And uh, so here's what happened. Um, our, uh, our hosting provider, actually our domain registrar, um, pointed our website at an old IP address. So let me explain some of this stuff. So when you, uh, when you go to your browser and you type in penandchase.com. That is the domain name. So the domain name of our website is penandchase.com. The full domain name is actually www.penandchase.com. To get a little technical here, www is actually a subdomain of the main domain, which is penandchase.com. You can have all sorts of subdomains if you wish, uh, but for the purpose of our website, we only have one subdomain. It's www, and the domain name is penandchase.com. So all domain names uh, point to uh, an IP address. And think of that almost like a telephone number. Um, your phone has a phone number, and if someone dials it, they get you. And uh, if someone dials another number, they're not going to get you. They're going to get something totally different. Um, that IP address maps to typically a web server where files live on a server and those files are served up uh, to you, the user browsing the website. So uh, what happened was the, um, the registrar of our domain pointed penandchase.com at an old IP address, in other words, an old telephone number of a version of penandchase from long ago. And um, I still have this version out there sitting on a, a GoDaddy server. Um, there are various reasons why I, I still have that. There are aspects of that server that I actually still use. 
That server, for example, hosts all our banner images. It hosts all our team logos. So there's there's lots of stuff happening on that server still today, but um, it is no longer the main server for our website. But the website got pointed back there. Um, and so what what happened was if you tried to go to Pen and Chase during that time, you most likely just got an error page because um, the old site doesn't really work any longer. Although I did hear reports that people said they would go to certain pages and they would see what looked like an old version of the site. So it may be very possible that um, many of you out there tried to get to a certain page and you actually were served up an older version of Pen and Chase, which probably wouldn't have worked very well. Nothing would have really happened. You, you probably couldn't have done anything, but you may have been seen an old version of the website. That in itself is unfortunate, but it's not tragic. It, it lasted seemingly for a couple hours. I, it happened around 2 o'clock uh, Pacific time. I was um, extremely busy at work that day and didn't actually notice it was a problem until I started seeing some emails come in and people saying, I can't get to the site. This was probably around 4 o'clock, so um, for most people, it had probably been broken for about an hour. If they changed the IP address around 2 o'clock, it probably would have taken 30 to 60 minutes for people to start seeing the problems. And so the site had been down for a little while, and most of you were incredibly patient because I didn't get a big onslaught of emails. I only got a few, so I suspect that a lot of you stumbled across the error page and, and figured, well, you know, something's going on. There's some maintenance going on, on the server. Um, not a big deal. Guy will have it back up pretty soon. And you were all very polite and very nice. And only a couple people reached out to me and said, hey, I can't get to the site. So uh, I jumped on and quickly identified what was going wrong. Um, I went ahead and uh, changed the IP address back to the current site and the current server. And within, you know, 15 minutes, all was good. And uh, I browsed the site myself on, on several different devices and, and didn't have any problems and um, was feeling like, okay, this was a crisis averted. Unfortunately, the crisis was not averted. Uh, later that evening, I heard from many of you continually that you were still being served the old pages in particular, the page that was causing a lot of problems was My League List, which is, of course, the most frequently used page on the site. It's where the page everyone pretty much starts at when they want to get to their leagues. And so uh, I was somewhat baffled by this. And to get a little technical here again for a while, um, when an IP address changes like that, it usually takes a while for your local internet service provider to recognize that an IP address has changed. So it certainly would have been possible that if I fixed the site around 5 o'clock Pacific time, it may have taken until, you know, 6 p.m., 6.30 Pacific time for everyone to see the fix working again. But this was, you know, 8, 8.30, 9 p.m. Pacific time, well beyond the amount of time it should have taken for this to start working again for everyone. Um, I did a little bit of research and what it really boiled down to is the fact that your web browser 
the the application you use to view websites, whether that might be Google Chrome or Firefox or Internet Explorer, or if you're on your mobile device, you're using Safari, or you're using Google Chrome maybe on your on your mobile device. Uh, all of those browsers um, do all sorts of different little tricks to speed up your browsing experience. And one of the things they do is they save versions of pages so that when you access those pages, it renders very quickly. And so if you had visited the site during the downtime, your browser may have stored a bad version of that page or and or it may have stored the wrong IP address to associate to that page. So a double whammy, if you're opening your browser and trying to get to my league list and your browser is telling you, well, my, I already know my league list is at this, this old IP address, then the browser is just going to go ahead and do that without regard to uh, what the real, the real truth is. And so um, in doing some research, I was amazed to find out that you know some browsers can take up to 30 days to clear uh, this information. Now, I think that's, I don't know that to be true. I think it would be astonishing if a modern day browser held on to an old IP address or an incorrect or cached version of a page for quite that long. Browsers supposed to go back to the original server and say, hey, has anything changed? Because if anything has changed, then I wanna make sure I get a new copy of the page. But if nothing has changed, then I'm gonna go ahead and keep using the copy that I have stored locally. That's what most browsers would do. So I, I assume and hope the vast majority of users didn't have many problems. Uh, and of course, if you didn't view Pennant Chase during that two hour window when the site was down and it was pointing to the wrong IP address, you would not have really noticed any problems either. I was someone who fell in that category. I did not visit the site during the downtime. Um, and, uh, so my experience really wasn't that bad. When the site was back up, I was back on, and there were no problems. So how do we resolve this issue? Because I tried all the tricks in my tool bag. I went to the website, and I told the server, hey, look, I've made a change. You got to tell the browsers out there that a change has been made. When someone requests this page, you got to deliver them a new page. Don't deliver the cached page. Unfortunately, uh, th those of us in web developer land know that that is not foolproof. Um, browsers are going to do what they want to do, and we're kind of stuck. And as I was researching this, I, I read a lot of articles about frustrated web developers who had to switch their IP address and all of a sudden, their users were screaming because their users were not getting the website or they were getting wrong content. And it looks really bad uh, to the user. And it looks like a problem with the website or the web developers when in reality it isn't and when in reality there's nothing you can do about it. So it's really a, a hopeless feeling. Um, many of you out there quickly recognize that if you cleared your cache or you um, viewed the website in you know incognito mode or private mode um, things would all of a sudden start working so now why is that why, why if you opened up your browser and you started viewing it in incognito would things work well what incognito or private browsing mode does 
is it ignores your history. It doesn't track your history. It doesn't track anything you do. Um, it doesn't track your passwords and all that kind of stuff. So you're starting completely fresh. So if you opened up the site in a private window, um, there would be no cached history to uh, destroy your experience, which is why it suddenly starts working. If you do not want to view the site in a private window and you want to view it in your normal browser window, you would have to manually go in and clear that browser history or what we call a browser cache. Uh, and those of you who cleared your browser cache and cleared your browser history recognized right away that that solved the problem. Now, apparently, it didn't solve the problem for everyone. There are folks who reported that they've cleared their cache, and still today, we it's Friday, and this happened on Tuesday, uh, folks are still having this issue. Um, that is um, frustrating and amazing to me, but certainly... Uh, it's possible. Uh, why is it possible? Well, um, I don't know if these folks who are saying they cleared their cash really cleared their cash, right? I mean, they may think they took the right steps, but maybe they didn't. Um, it's not a difficult process to go look up online. If you just Google and say, how do I clear my cash in Firefox or how do I clear my cash in Chrome, you can find how to do it pretty easily. And I suspect that 95% of people can do it, especially the type of people we have on our website. Um, but it's certainly possible that folks think they did it and they didn't really do it. Um, that's, that's one possibility. The other possibility is that um, even though uh, you cleared your cache, it's possible that your web browser is for some reason hanging on to the wrong IP address that got rolled out on Tuesday when the problems happened. Um, and there may not be a way to clear that out. You may just have to wait until your browser decides to get rid of that or check again. Um, there's a, a third possibility. This third possibility is all about whether your browser accepts cookies. Um, cookies is a somewhat technical term for um, information that is stored in your browser so that your browser can recognize who you are the next time you visit the website. So when you log into Pennant Chase, um, it stores a cookie and says, okay, I know who you are. Uh, the next time you come to Pennant Chase, I'm going to automatically log you in. You absolutely have to accept cookies on Pennant Chase in order to be able to use it because almost every page you use when you browse our website it's checking to make sure you have that cookie so it can verify who you are. So without having cookies enabled on your browser, you're literally not going to be able to use Pen and Chase. Now it's possible that some folks allowed cookies before the downtime and have a cookie on their machine, but then decided to stop allowing new cookies. So when the downtime happened, you were unable to log back into Pen and Chase or, or it was unable to recognize you um, as who you are, and you're now not able to get to certain pages like my league list. Uh, I had one user tell me um, that he couldn't log into the test site that I set up. For those of you who are still having problems, I set up a different URL, test.penandchase.com. This is a totally different um, URL. Notice how there's a different subdomain, test, and then it's off the main domain, penandchase.com. That subdomain has always pointed to the right server. So there's no reason why anyone should have a problem 
accessing the test uh, domain. Uh, but some folks were saying that they literally could not log into the test domain. Now that is an unusual thing. And that's why I suspect that um, you know not allowing cookies could be to blame for the issues some people are having in, uh, in not being able to access the website. Um, so I did one final thing today, and I'll be interested to see if this winds up helping those few people out there who seem to still be having a problem. I created a copy of the My League List page. You'll notice that when you click on My League List now, you actually go to a page that's called MLL instead of what it used to be, which was My League List. And uh, that's in your browser. You'll see that in, in your browser uh, URL bar at the top. And um, all that should do is um, tell the browser, look, this is a brand new page. So don't use any cached version. Don't use any old IP address you have. Go get this new page from the new server, right? And that should resolve the issue. And I'll be interested to see if that winds up helping at all. If it doesn't, if folks still can't get to that new page that I created, um, boy, it's some sort of truly bizarre issue that um, that unfortunately I, I'm really limited in terms of what I can do and how I can help. And so, you know, for those few people who have still been having problems and have, you know, you, everyone's been super nice about it and you guys love Pen and Chase and the people who can't get to the site are just more sad they can't get to the site. They're not angry with me. They're just they're just more sad and upset about it, and that breaks my heart, you know. And um, I, I hope we can get this resolved for everyone really, really soon. So um, it's been a trying week, but you know these are the random, bizarre things that happen when um, you run a website like Pen and Chase. So um, moving on to uh, maybe a different uh, subject here. Uh, I wanted to I wanted to um, throw a uh, a recommendation out there um, for any of you since you are listening to a podcast right now for any of you who are podcast listeners I found an awesome article it popped up on my Apple newsfeed and I wish I could remember which publication the article came from but it was the top fifty podcasts now available and um, if you go to Apple News and you search for that I, I bet you'd find the article. And uh, it was a goldmine for me. I mean, I, I'm always looking for for new podcasts, especially um, now that I'm a father. My uh, my opportunities to entertain myself are very limited, <laughs> and um, <clears throat> listening to podcasts in the car uh, is a great opportunity. Or um, even listening to a podcast while I'm rocking my baby to sleep is a great opportunity. Uh, so um, really getting into some podcasts, and and so. Um, this top 50 podcasts, I, I kind of went through the list and I subscribed to a few of them. I've only started to listen to one so far. And the podcast that I've started to listen to is called Startup. Um, being someone who uh, runs my own website, I'm always fascinated to hear about um, small businesses and people starting their own businesses. I'm definitely a Shark Tank junkie for any of you who watch that show on TV. But... Um, Startup is, I'm, I'm about 11 episodes in, and it's just a completely fascinating uh, podcast. And it's about uh, a, a reporter from This American Life who um, is going off to start his own company, and his company is actually going to be a company that produces podcasts. And uh, 
he's out there talking talking to some really high-profile investors trying to get their money so he can start his business. And in one episode, he talks to an investor who um, who tells him, you know, you may not you may not be passionate enough to run this business. You may not be passionate enough to be the owner of a startup. And he said one of the reasons that you may find that to be true is because of your personal life, because of your family, because of your kids. And he said, um, you know, most people think that um, or most people say or tell themselves that when they have a kid, they can still do everything they used to do. You just need better time management, right? If you were just better at time management, you could be as good of an employee as you used to be. You could do all the things you used to do. And this investor was saying, you know what? That's a that's a bunch of bullshit. Uh, and uh, I thought about that, and um, my instinct is to agree. And I thought about it in my own in the context of my own world, where um, you know I've been a father for two months, and I thought, am I a worse employee than I was? you know, before my baby was born. And uh, I think about that in the context of both Pennant Chase and in the context of my day job. And, you know, my answer to that is, um, yes, I'm a worse employee, but I'm worse because, and I'm going to say this trying to be as humble as possible, I'm worse because I overachieved, because I worked my butt off and because I work the kind of hours and put the kind of effort in that not a lot of people do or that people who, you know, are, are successful do. Um, and now, of course, with a baby, that becomes far less possible. And because of that, yes, sure, I'm a worse employee than I was um, two months ago. Um, so, and, and I apply that phrase uh, worse employee, I, I apply that to Penn and Chase and I apply that to my day job equally, you know? Um, and so what, what does that mean though? You know, I mean, am I any less valuable to my employer? Um, I really don't think I am because I think that, you know, I have found ways to, um, maybe offload some of the stuff that I was, I was foolishly doing myself in the evenings, you know, that I should have been, delegating to someone else, I found someone to delegate that to, right? And I still bring a lot of value to my employer. Um, and, and in some ways, having a kid actually balances you and, and allows you to uh, show up to work with um, a little bit of a renewed purpose, right? And, uh, but in the context of Penn and Chase, you know, how does that apply to Penn and Chase? Well, I would say, you know, clearly I have not we're only, you know, just over three months into the new year, but I haven't quite gotten as far or done as much on the site that I kind of wanted to or set out to do uh, this year. Now, um, you know, raising a child this year is going to impact that, but um, I'm still hopeful that um, I can focus, you know, use this as an opportunity to focus on the things that really matter. And so, what really matters for Pennant Chase. And we've talked about this in past podcasts. And the things that I really want to focus on, what's, what's bubbling to the top for most people are improvements around uh, managing your team, managing your lineup, um, more specific control, 
over various players on your team. So whether that be pinch runners or you know being able to set specific lineups against specific teams or specific pitchers. I think those are features that have been on the wish list for a long time and have really bubbled up as things that I want to focus on. And I'm truly confident that those are things we can get done. Um, in the meantime, I'm continuing to sort of battle um, some other technical operational things that that frankly have to get done so um, one of the things that has to get done uh, is that um, modern day web browsers are really requiring that all websites be encrypted and what that means is that when you go to your browser you'll see a website it either renders under http or it renders under https and the s means secure and you have to place a secure certificate on your server and on your website so that um, your site is encrypted. And uh, frankly, so so we at Pen and Chase, we already have a secure certificate. Uh, and you can you can browse Pen and Chase in a completely secure fashion under HTTPS. Uh, unfortunately, it's not 100% secure because, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, we do host banner images and team logo images on a completely different server. So that makes us insecure. <laughs> and so I have to do some technical things to make uh, all of those pieces, make the entire website secure. And then once that happens, uh, I have to essentially force every visitor to start using the secure version of the site rather than the insecure version of the site. So which means every time you visit Pen and Chase, you will be forced into the HTTPS version of Pen and Chase. That won't impact you in any way. It won't affect you. Um, at least, fingers crossed, I'm hoping it doesn't. I'll do a lot of testing. Um, but it shouldn't really impact anyone. Uh, but it's something that has to be done because modern-day browsers are requiring it. So you know, these are all the sort of um, interesting operational sorts of things that go on behind the scenes that I think the users of Pen and Chase I think they're they're aware that these things happen. They appreciate it, but they maybe don't know the context or the level of effort behind it. And so, um, anyway, that's something that um, is on my radar. Something I want to do um, this year. And and to add to this crazy crazy week, uh, I just encountered another um, another roadblock in that um, I was looking to switch our email server to a more sophisticated platform that would actually give me some data around how many emails are we sending out, how many people are opening those emails, how many people are clicking on those emails. Today, um, I don't get any of that. We just, you know, emails go out. I don't know how many. Um, the nice thing about that is that it's there's no, really no cost to it, no additional cost at least. But at the same time, I don't really know what's going on. Um, so moving to a more sophisticated email s platform would give me that insight, but would also cost me some money. I'm willing to spend a little bit of that money to have that insight. The problem is I just started piloting it this week, and I found out that Amazon, who hosts our current server, uh, it's against their policy on my particular server to be using a service like that. So that got shut down. So uh, it's just been uh, a really uh, interesting interesting week and amongst all of this uh, major league baseball has started like when did that happen and it's just such a bizarre time in my life personally to think that um, I can hardly even 
recognize or take note of the fact that the Major League Baseball season has started, um, which is just crazy to me. And it probably doesn't help that, um, you know, my favorite team, the Chicago White Sox, were were rained out two out of their first three games of the season, which has got to be the most bizarre start to a Major League Baseball season that I've ever experienced from my favorite team for two of the first three games to be rained out. It's just a very weird Weird start to the season, but, you know, it's going to be a very um, weird season for the White Sox on the south side who are rebuilding and um, and are going to watch Chris Sale, you know, dominate over in Boston. So um, I don't know that I'm particularly looking forward to this season anyway. Uh, with that said, um, I think we're going to go ahead and sign off. I know this has been an earful, this episode. I hope you have found some of it um, interesting or entertaining. Uh, and I hope you all do enjoy the start of the Major League Baseball season uh, and have a great spring and summer ahead. And we will talk to you hopefully very soon 